HD1079 Life, James here with you. Hope you're having a fantastic evening here today at St Mary's College, one of the most wonderful schools here in the city of Adelaide, just on the corner of Franklin Street and West Terrace, I believe, here with the SMC Live podcast team of Maddie. Hey, how are you going? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. It's great to be here. Uh, Matilda, how are you? Pretty good. Fantastic. Great to have you here. And Therese, for the very first time on a podcast radio show of any kind, and here you are. Yay. Good Hi. times. <laughs> Great to have you here. Now, we're going to be chatting about all sorts of things here tonight. We're going to be talking about your podcast that you've got here, SMC Live. It's a really big thing. It's a big part of the school. Like, you guys, every fortnight on a Friday, you broadcast the show live from the the lawns out here, like what we can see out here outside the building. Uh, we've also got some stories about uh, when you uh, accidentally have mistaken something for something that it isn't. Like, you've looked at something, oh, that's a thing. And then you go, oh, actually... Maybe That's not. not a thing. <laughs> That's a different thing, not the previous thing. Yeah, These yeah. can be big moments in all our lives collectively. Uh, we're also going to be chatting a little bit about, um, you know, there are some things that we know are absolutely true empirically. There's some things that we believe that we just feel are true and know are true. And then there's the other whole area, which is pretty much 80% of YouTube, which is literally the kind of like, oh, have you heard the rumour that something exists? Conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy theory, but one that really is close to everyone's heart. It's the number one. It's the number yeah. one all the way. We've also got yeah. another one of the illustrious SMC Live announcing team. Now, tell us a little bit, Ruby, about um, SMC Live, what it is and how it started. So it's this team we have at St. Mary's. It's a little podcasting team. Um, every fortnight we release a new episode, um, but we do do it live on the Veritas lawns for everyone to see. Mm. It's very, very exciting. It's exciting. The first time you did it, Maddie, the very first time you were like, you set up the desk, you're out here like broadcasting to the whole school. Like, What was the thing that uh, you will always remember the most about that first session? I think it was the adrenaline pumping through my body. I was like, okay, this is really, really exciting. I'm nervous, but I am, I'm really pumped to see how this is going to go. And we had a script, um, I think, because we were worried about how we were going to go. I think we stuck to it quite a lot. Right. Yes. But I, di- I have noticed since then that we've strayed more and more from that script and been able to go off centre and, you know, really so, like, really go into our own, like grow into our own people um, as presenters. What do you think is the, of, of the stuff you've done, Matilda, um, of kind of what you've learned along the way in, in doing these broadcasts that perhaps you didn't expect? So, kind of, that's surprising. Yeah, so I've only done one and that from that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, I know. so I'm hoping for a really big learning curve, really yeah, fast no, one. No, I, like from me starting, because I started a lot later, I wasn't up with everyone. Mm. Like, I was able to learn and grow off listening to the first podcast. And what did you hear? What did you learn from them? That they just communicated, just talk, just freely talk. Yeah. And like when we got to our chat with mine, I like the girls, because like, they're in year 12 this year, like mm. I was able to really like express how I feel as a lot younger, like I'm in year 11. So express how I think they will go when they like graduate and what will happen. Cause that was such a politically hard air, not podcast that we're going to do. Cause it was about when like all the protests were happening in that yeah. way. Yeah. So just like learning as a group and like growing individually with talking and expressing how we feel in the best way possible, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, Ruby, um, Matilda just touched on something very interesting in that in the show, you're not really just touching on kind of like 
light, bright, conversational things. No. You're actually attacking, not attacking, like actually <laughs> uh, talking about like bigger issues. Why is that so important for SMC Live to do, do you think? Well, we do it at school, you know. We're always having these deep discussions, whether it be about politics or the economy even, the environment, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's really important to share it with everyone, not just within our friend groups or anything like that, but, you know, we can share it from like – receptions to year 12 whether they want to listen to it yeah. or not <laughs> but why is that important to you like why does that matter um i find that kind of stuff really like empowering like if i'm able to do something that could change the environment or change um the way like i have i'm really into women's rights and that kind of stuff and that's mm-hmm. really important to me like how can i um have an imp- impact on that yeah what of, of the sort of the issues that you cover here because i know that st mary's it's a school that really does pride itself a lot on uh you know social justice and um ecological issues and those sorts of things it's something that really sits at the heart of what it is as a school um for you matilda what sort of like if you had to choose one particular kind of one of those kind of like suite of things like for you what's the most important issue in, in your mind for me at the moment is probably mental health. Okay. Because why is that? Because so I lost a cousin to mental health. Oh, I'm sorry. So I obviously it touches me. It's touched the whole family ever since it happened, mm-hmm. and it's really brought everyone close. So having a voice for mental health and like my cousin, who later on I will be doing a podcast about it. Yeah. He's coming in to really go into more depth. So he's become a mental health amb- ambassador. Okay. So it's just helping and making sure people have a voice when they're not doing very well. They need that help but are too afraid to actually ask for it. Yeah. And just making sure. That's amazing. And thanks for sharing that. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Uh, Maddie, what do you – like if you had one hope for what SMC Live could become, like in 12 months' time or so <laughs> and you're able to kind of like – after you've gone because you will have left the school and so you come back on a visit, as I know is a big thing that St Mary's students do, they come back <laughs> to check the school out and you see SMC Live kind of like still going, like what would be your one hope for it? My one hope is that it's not – it doesn't become a chore. I hope that yep. the people who follow this through, who are doing it, are some are people who enjoy this, who want to get involved with the school community like this, who want to have that voice to, you know, in the school community doing when we prevent, like present live, but also because we broadcast it and like it's available um, via different podcasting channels. Mm-hmm. I think that's just such an amazing thing that we can have a voice inside the school but it can be heard in the wider community. Yeah. And that, that's really, really important to me. And um, I think this is a great way for me to, you know, get experience to then take on in any future experiences that I do. Um, but I, I just hope that the people who, you know, go ahead, like that this is something that is important to them too. Yeah, so that passion drives it essentially. Absolutely. It's something that matters and means something to them. So if you want to hear any episodes of SMC Live, they're available through the School Life Podcast channel. So if you just look for School Life Podcast on either Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, you can check them out there. So uh, we've got lots more coming up and a lot more guest announcers coming with us. Another Madison joins us. Uh, how you going, Madison? Great to have Good, you here you. today. Very well indeed. And Ella, how are you going? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. So first time here again on the podcast, first time on radio, first time doing anything like this. Yes, is that no, correct? exciting. Well, it is fantastic to have you here. Now, um, I did want to like just pose a question to you guys that uh, has been sitting in the back of my mind for a little while. Now, the question is, when has there ever been a moment in your life where you have thought that something was a thing? And you're like, oh, no, that's a thing. And then all of a sudden... It's not that thing. It's a different thing. And you're like, what? 
I totally thought it was that thing and now it's that thing. Has that ever been a moment where you've like, literally a case of mistaken thing identity, right? I think, I know this sounds really weird. So one day I was making like a chocolate milkshake, but then like me being really dumb, I was a bit asleep. I may have used something else. Like what? Um, interesting. I'm just trying to think what the worst thing would be. And I, I, you know what I'm first thinking of? I'm thinking gravy. No, it wasn't Ooh. gravy. Okay. I'm thinking barbecue sauce. No, it wasn't. What, brown. for cocoa? <laughs> Gee, this cocoa's a bit runny. Um, <laughs> it might, may or may not have been um, tomato sauce. Uh, wait, hang on a second. So what did you think you were – hang on. You said you were making a chocolate milk. Yeah. What ingredient did you mistake tomato sauce for? The chocolate. Oh, like chocolate syrup. Yes. I don't know how though. Smooth. I just mm. – I think I was asleep because I, I fall asleep really easily. Okay. I just felt like a drink. Yeah, so I don't think. Because I'm also now thinking about the way in which chocolate syrup is presented because you like, you think of Cotty's chocolate yeah. syrup. It's kind of like – you know, like every bottle in your pantry or every bottle in your fridge or whatever always has that kind of unmistakable shape that yeah. you go, yeah. oh, that's that. That's milk. <laughs> You're never going to mistake milk for something different, you know. <laughs> That was milk. Oh, no, it was strawberry jam. Like, you're never going to make that mistake, right? <laughs> so in the same way, though, that you'd be mistaking yeah. chocolate. Because chocolate, it comes in that specific kind of, you know, the bottle shape, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the specific thing. And you go, yeah, that's definitely chocolate syrup. Yeah. But the idea that you would mistake that for tomato sauce. Yeah. Well, can we just point out here that tomato sauce bottles are generally red? Yeah. Well, okay? I didn't think that through, did I? Oh, okay. <laughs> or did you at the time go, gee, this chocolate sauce is in a red bottle. That's odd. Anyway. <laughs> but, like, see, my mum, she like use it, likes using different, like, containers. Oh, so she puts things in certain right. containers. And like, we don't get like the good chocolate syrup. We get like home brand <laughs> stuff from like Aldi. Um, so it's not the best. I won't hear a bad word about Aldi. I love <laughs> Aldi. It's just that chocolate syrup's not the best. Okay. And I just wasn't thinking. Have you talked to your mum about this? Have you yes, had this have. difficult conversation? I actually have. She goes, we don't have enough money to get the good stuff, Matilda. Okay. <laughs> this sounds. you were saying before about the milk and um, you're never going to mistake it for something else. Yeah. Cartons of milk. <laughs> One day I, yeah, not milk. It, uh -huh. was, it was juice. juice. Oh, that's true because that comes On in my cartons. cereal. True. And another thing too, which might be a bit of a giveaway and you might just think, oh, this seem, this milk looks a bit off, would be like vanilla custard yeah. Yeah. around um, sort Christmas, of Christmas time yeah. especially. Yeah. Okay, so th this, th these are cases of like some of these, except for yours, Matilda, <laughs> I've got to say, which like I just can't I fathom. I don't get But that. like some of the other things like the milk and, and, and stuff like that, you know, I can kind of go, I get that. Okay. But this is taking this whole idea of mistaking one thing for another to another extreme. Animal rescuers in Poland have shown up at a scene that they were called out to because a woman in Krakow, the, one of the big cities, had quite a fright when she saw what looked like a bizarre animal that had been hanging in the lilac tree outside her home for a few days. Now, the woman called for help dealing with what she thought might be an iguana. Okay? Iguanas. Oh, you know, an iguana. Yeah, they're like green, a big though. lizard. <laughs> they can be, can't they camouflage or something? No, that's chameleon. Yeah, that's <laughs> not iguanas. <laughs> okay, well, maybe, you know, someone had crossbred a chameleon with an iguana. I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge. That's fine. But, um, so, but here's the thing. When the officers showed up at the scene, they were able to nab, and they've used this terrible analogy. I've got to just share it because it's so bad. Nab the mystery animal bread-handed. <laughs> Okay, that's unforgivable because they've actually that's used it like multiple times yeah. in the article as if yeah. you didn't get it the first time because the animal in question turned out to be not so much an iguana or even a chameleon crossbred iguana, but a croissant. Um, and the person behind the post theorised that the croissant was thrown out of a window as a treat for 
birds. Okay. Yes. No, you throwing your hands up in the air and hitting the microphone was the exact perfect reaction, Matilda. No, exactly right. Like going, what? Who throws like going, yeah, ideal food for birds, like seed, tomato sauce. Yeah. Oh, dear, I thought it was the chocolate syrup. No, but like – what? Why didn't she just go out to the tree and look what it was? Yeah, five days is a long time to look out your window. Well, I think <laughs> in worry looking, about an animal. Is she quarantined or something? In looking at the picture of it, it looks like it was actually quite high up in the tree. Oh. So it was like quite high up. So it was like fair enough to kind of go. And it looked like it had been kind of curled into a position the same way, mm, say, an iguana might like settle in for the evening. I don't know. But, but surely just, not. Like they're two different things, like a croissant and an iguana. I, I want to know what sort of croissant is the size of an iguana. Yeah. That's, a, that's a big croissant. Well, this yeah. is France. They do take their croissants very very seriously <laughs> it's a cultural thing there's cultural pride in there it makes you go like eating croissants the size of iguanas that's something else um anyway i just want to eat a giant croissant now this is what happens anyway new announcers join us these are good and exciting times chloe hey and meg joins us for the first time how are you going i'm good how are you good 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 it's the first time here on yes. the radio podcast literally anything with headphones on and a microphone in front of you these are exciting times yes and Teresa rejoins us hi welcome back Thank you. Oh, pleasure. Now, um, big question, eternal question. This is the, I guess, the ultimate conspiracy theory, depending on how you feel about it. But, Therese, UFOs, yes, no. Maybe. Maybe. I was going to say yes, no, or maybe. What's making you think yes? What's making you think no that's got you landed on maybe? Well, you can have, um, like you have planes. You can also have... This is true. You can have planes. You have planes, of course. Yes, yeah, true. So you can have planes or like circular objects in the sky that are being trialled, but mm. no one's letting that out. So you think that potentially if these small flights... Are, it's kind of being done in secret. Is that yeah. the idea? Or you've got people who are just inventing things in the, of their own volition, flying them around, and everyone's going, what is that Look, thing? That, that could be happening because people like playing practical jokes. So that actually could be happening. So you're saying, no, but you're saying now you're going, when maybe you're going, that these things do exist, but they are not extraterrestrial. No, I don't think there are aliens entering Earth's atmosphere and going, let's spook out the people. Okay. I don't think that's happening. What about you, Meg? Where do you sit on this issue? There's got to be something out there, whether it's UFOs or something else, I don't know. So you just think the likelihood is just too big. It's too vast, too big. It's just impossible to, to, to even just impossible to know for sure. Yeah, definitely. How about you, Chloe? With all of your amazing science tech, like <laughs> you, you would know, like, does it exist? And if it exists, how you'd build it probably. Would that be right? I mean, I... Th I'll take that as a solid yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, you know, like with all of our research and stuff, there could be, like, organisations or companies that know stuff, but it's not allowed to come out. Rightio. So, so you're, you are sitting very much in the conspiracy camp. You're going, it's out there, it exists... The government, inverted commas, <laughs> the great world power, they know and they're not telling us what's going down. They know all and not telling is all. That, is, that, is that where you're sitting on this? So we've got kind of like a wide range of different kind of views here, okay? So um, one person did believe they had finally cracked the answer, legit, over in Melbourne, um, only recently, strange lights over early, early morning skies in Melbourne a few days ago had some residents wondering if they were actually encountering a fleet of UFOs. Not one. This is like they're here, all of them, at once. So a whole group. Observers were left scratching their heads as to what they were seeing as bright lights made their way across the sky. Dude, I would freak. So um, one person, a guy named 
that. He said, I saw the lights in the sky and then another one came and then another one. So I walked out to the front of my house. I looked back to where they were coming from. There was a whole string of them. It looked like someone had unraveled Christmas lights and put them in the sky. However, this is the reason why this isn't front page news and it's just obscure news. There was a scientific explanation for the twinkling display. It was a series of satellites coming back down to Earth. Matt says, I would have preferred a UFO than satellites. Well, wouldn't we all, Matt? Seriously, come on. People have been reporting UFO sightings in recent years after seeing the Starlink satellites, which were tethered from Elon Musk's SpaceX program. So it's Elon Musk to be thanked for all this kind of stuff. Um, It's a project aimed at improving, of all things, internet capabilities. I've got to say, Australia, Australia internet could be faster. So, yeah. thanks to Elon to, for doing that. So, literally, in my house, if four people are watching, like, Netflix simultaneously, we've got problems. Yeah, i I got to admit that. if In my house, we've got the TV running, computers running. There's no way you're saving anything. Yeah. Do you ever have, like, those kind of issues at your place, Meg, with, like, buffering issues when too many people do it at once? And then... All of a sudden, everyone turns from like happy and chilled <laughs> watching stuff to everyone just immediately gets angry. You oh. see the little dots flickering around in the middle. Yeah, definitely not. We'll all be in our own separate areas of the house and then you'll get that notification or the internet's turned off or something and everyone <laughs> will just run to the middle of the house screaming, yelling, throwing hands. Oh, it's it's interesting. And what's the aim of that? Is that the aim just to get the emotions out into the open, to be closer to the to the router so you can get like better Wi-Fi? Or are you literally going all trying to like dominate the other people in your house and go, turn off your internet, like trying to get them to freak out? Um, yeah, I couldn't tell you. It's just every man for himself in my house, to be honest. Um, I reckon the point must just be, I'm more important, you turn it off. Never works. No one's really negotiating. There's That's no- the thing I noticed in my house. There's no negotiation. No one's saying, oh, sure, well, no, you you do your thing. No, I, your happiness matters to me. <laughs> well, yeah, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> and then, you know, in fi- or even go even in five minutes, yeah, sure, well, you know, maybe you've got five minutes, you turn off yours and then I'll turn mine. That'll be great. That'll be wonderful. Aren't we great? Big group hug. Come on, let's get into it. You know, no, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen ever. Anyway, we've got lots more coming up. Ruby, Ella, Madison, rejoin us. How are you going, guys? Great to have you back. Now, of course, we bring you back for the big issues. You know, we're getting nearer to the end of the show and it's about time we really hit some stuff with some gravitas and some stuff that people are going to go away with going, I've changed. I feel different. I'm enlightened by this. And, of course, by that I mean mac and cheese. So um, this kind of came up because we're here today um, at St. Mary's College – absolutely amazing school down here on the corner of West Terrace and Franklin Street in the city, uh, having like a full day workshop. And as we were like going through some different topics that you can bring up when you're doing radio and podcasting, Mac and Cheese came up as this very, very, you know, serious bookmark in the day of, of, of where we were. Now, this was something that you brought up, Ruby, yes. because you're very passionate about your Mac and Cheese, something that you have a bit of. But of course, everyone does Mac and Cheese allegedly, I didn't know this was a thing that people buy these, you know, like pre-done mac and cheeses, and then they add their own little things to it. Like, how do you, how, how does the Ruby mac and cheese separate itself from the rest? Okay, so as it's school holidays right now, I've had a lot of time to, like, perfect my mac and cheese. Okay. So yesterday, now I'm still not sure about this, but yesterday I decided to um, so boil some water, put some my mac and cheese packets in there. Is that how you do it, is it? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I've never done it before. I don't oh, know. Yes. <laughs> well, no. This, I went against the instructions. <laughs> okay. Know, so right from the get go, you're like, yes. I know better. Yeah. Rebel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mac and cheese rebel. <laughs> Beware. Anyway, yeah. Keep going. So I used two packets of the like easy mac and cheese. You know. Okay. And then, um, so I put that in boiling water. I then added a little bit more pasta, just some stuff I found in the cupboard because I like that. Okay. I needed some more pasta. I boiled that. I chopped up some celery. I also chopped up some spring onion. Weird, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, stay with me. Uh, and then I chucked in the sachets that you get for the mac and cheese. Okay. So like the pre-made, the cheese powder, weird stuff. Cheese powder. No one knows what's in <laughs> That's probably the best stuff. description of what it could be, the cheese powder, weird stuff. Well, I don't really know what's in it. Um, <laughs> Not healthy stuff. And then I put in the celery and the spring onion and then I put in a huge clump of extra cheese. And okay. This is not in boiling water, is it? Yeah, yeah, it You're is. You're throwing cheese into boiling it works. water. It just works. Nah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> no, because the sachet like makes the water all thick. And just Ugh, trust. Okay. <laughs> it works. Okay, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going on this journey. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> and then you just You're throwing like, cheese so into boiling water. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then it's practically done. You just yeah. put in like because I imagine it's not like like two minute noodles does as well. By the time it gets near the end, yeah, it's, it's basically the dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, That's so the it. celery. So, what do you think is the is the magic bit that really puts it over the edge? Is it the celery? I think it's just the actual pasta, like the actual mac and cheese, the little like macaronis. They okay. just make it. Yeah, it's the magic that they they contain in those little packets. Yes, magic yeah. is what we'll call it. <laughs> how, no, how different? How different is your magical mac and cheese to um, uh, Ruby's Hogwarts approved mac and cheese? Well, I don't actually use the cheese one. There's a chicken flavor. It's like Easy Mac chicken, and that just hits different on another <laughs> level. Like that's just ten times better than normal mac and cheese. It's like mac and chicken. <laughs> okay. Do you add your own cheese, or is it just the chicken? Yeah, I do. But you have to bake it at the end, and that just that just consolidates all the flavour. Uh-huh. Add a bit of uh, spring onion, like oh, spring mm, onion's yeah, good, just a garnish, and it's just so creamy and cheesy. It's just mm-hmm. how long do you bake it for? Like I can't wait that long. No, yeah. it's got to be like ready to go. It's easy, Matt. Yeah, but if you just bake it for like five, ten minutes, just get mm. a golden crunch on top. Oh, it's nice. it's just creamy. okay. So do you follow that similar thing? But does the chicken – see, I'm just imagining you chucking in a whole chicken as well. <laughs> no, the so you've got this powder. little pot <laughs> and you just like grab a whole chicken. And chicken <laughs> stuff. Yep. No, it's like the chicken powder. So like the cheese powder, but it's chicken. And you can tell it's artificial because it's very What's green. in a packet? <laughs> you can tell it's not a real chicken. By the way, you have to tear the sachet at the top. Well, that too, but it's very green, so. Okay, yeah. So we've had two very different versions of it. One that also an Easy Mac version that requires baking, which to me sounds like more like cooking than than, than easy instant <laughs> stuff. Madison, tell us a little bit about your um, uh, Easy Mac journey. Keep it nice and simple. You follow those instructions on no. the back. Two packets in the bowl, water in the microwave. Once While that's going, you cook your veggies. Basic. <laughs> <laughs> you bring it back into your plate. Okay, so you're getting heckled over here, but I guess your yeah. argument is a little bit more like how can you improve upon perfection? Is that exactly. your, is that your notion? Yeah, okay. so you, you just add a little bit of flavour, that's all. You don't need to change the whole recipe. You follow those instructions, you bring it out, add your veggies and your salt. Pepper. Veggies? Yeah. Veggies? That's what kind healthy. of veggies? You can add, no, so you were just like, you were just basically going too much trouble, all sounds really, really hard. <laughs> yeah. 
But you're out with the chopping board and the, no, and no, the no, graters. No, it's just frozen veggies. Frozen oh, veggies. frozen yeah. veggies. And yeah. what frozen veggies go in? Some broccoli, Ew. some carrot, some corn. What's wrong with broccoli? <laughs> I, I, I love broccoli. I have bro- broccoli for recess and I snack. But, but in but Easy you, Mac? You have mac and yeah. cheese to not yeah. be healthy. <laughs> Okay, we're getting into some philosophical <laughs> ideas now about like purpose. <laughs> what drives you to that thing? Is it about, or is it just about having an easy snack? Mm. Okay, mm. I'm going to set you guys a challenge if you'd be willing to accept it. Mission Impossible Tom Cruise style. Okay, okay. here we go. Okay. How would you feel about coming back on the show later on in the year, but before you do, you each trial the version of mac and cheese or slash mac chicken and cheese <laughs> or weird multiple vegetable mac and cheese. McVeggie cheese. But McVeggie. <laughs> McDonald's style. Try it and see whether or not, and I'd be very curious to know if at the end of it you go, you know what? Mine is still superior. I Would know. you be willing? My, mine is going to top these charts. Okay, yeah. so is yeah. that you saying yes, you're willing to do it? <laughs> I'll do it, I'll do it. So is that a yes? I've got, I've got a yes from you guys. Yeah, so you're going to yeah, do yeah, it? Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, we got okay. a few things. Yeah, you got to test it. Okay, yeah. Ruby, Ella, Madison, we will be touching base on a future show. Um, that's about time for us. Maddie, Meg and Chloe are back here to say goodbye. And it's been awesome having you guys. It's been a really great show, actually. It's been great fun. Having you on the radio for the first time, will you come back? Will you do it again? Yeah, definitely. All oh, right, that's cool. That's exactly what I was <laughs> really hoping awesome. you'd say. I noticed yeah. you said that, Meg, and no one else said anything. And I was like, mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, because I've done this. I mean, I want to be back on this one. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. 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 So, and, and that's a really, really good segue, by the way, Maddie, because if people do want to hear more of you guys, they can hear you on your own dedicated podcast, which you record here every Friday, uh, every second Friday lunchtime. And then it comes out that afternoon on the SMC Live, SMC, St. Mary's College, because that's where we are, SMC Live podcast channel. And can you give us a bit of an idea if people do listen back to SMC Live, the kind of things that they can hear about, um, Maddie, the sort of shows that you've done already? Easy. So the first, um, we've done a show on International Women's Day, uh, talking about you know what it means to be a woman. Uh, we've done a show on the protests that were going on, the March for Justice and the uh, climate school change mm-hmm. uh, strike. We briefly touched on that um and then we also did an easter special mm-hmm. um with you of course yeah. which was pretty amazing that was fun um and with uh miss newen and mr napoli as yep. well as we're teachers speakers. here yeah yeah um and then we haven't released it but there was another episode that we'd done or a little segment that we'd done on uh the easter raffle which yeah. is part of the school um project compassion or raising funds for those in need. So I, I, the thing I really love about the SMC Live is that you're talking about kind of like, you know, sort of like big, um, sort of like robust issues, but it's being done in a really great conversational way and kind of how it really uh, interacts with people in their everyday lives, which is really, really fantastic. And it's all you guys. I love that, that you've basically developed this whole idea and, and you record it all yourselves and and it's, it's absolutely brilliant. So if you want to hear more of that, jump onto the School Life podcast channel and all episodes of SMC Live are there. We've just finished creating an SMC Live podcast page at ArchD. So we really? will have That's that there. Really? so cool. I know. It looks very cool. So you can check it out very soon. Um, we are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music. And we will see you again in a few days. Bye. See ya.